Welcome to Sixers and Six, America's favorite six-minute Sixers podcast. I'm your host, Miggy DeLeon, and join with me as always is one Chris Hipple. Say hi. Miggy, we're back. We are back. Vibe check. <laughs> vibe check uh, better Not bad. than before. Not bad. Because uh, last time we checked on the vibes, this is the third time we've checked the vibes. First time was we were 8-2, and two, top of the Eastern Conference. Second time we checked vibes, uh... Really bad vibes on a bad losing streak. But now we're on a winning streak, Chris. A one-game winning streak. We won against the Sacramento Kangs, okay? They are a team that are just the perennial losers, dysfunctional. And we needed that team to be playing us because we had no one from last year's starting five to play against the Sacramento Kangs. In a game where we won 102-94 at Sacramento. And Chris, really, it comes down to the fact that Tyrese Maxey is a revelation. He has really exceeded my expectations. I think a lot of people's expectations and honestly is carrying this team. Scoring, taking charge of this team with Joel Embiid out. Chris, what did you see? Carrying this team, papering over all of the possible faults within this roster, within the whole plan of this season. Like he's just, he is the face of the franchise. I get the season ticket emails and they're just Tyrese Maxey. Oh, really? (laughs) That's amazing. Um, Like (laughs) he is the franchise. What's fascinating is like, he just keeps adding to his game and it's almost on a nightly basis. So like I wrote down after the Kings game, New wrinkle, Tyrese Maxey getting to the line. He's Mm. 17 for 17 from the free throw line in the last two games. This is a guy who was averaging two free throws per game. It's always something new. It's, it's, It's crazy. I totally agree with you. But at the end of the day, when I see Tyrese Maxey, all I can see is basically a blur. He's just first step. He beats his man. He sees a little bit of daylight, and suddenly he's way past a defender, putting up these runners, teardrops, just strange angles. I love this guy. He's building off of a really solid base that he showed sparks of last year. He won game six for us last year. Remains number one on the Prince Who's Promised power rankings. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I think it starts and ends with him at this point. He's basically everything we wanted Markel Fultz to ever be. (laughs) Shout out to Mike Muscala. Fucking Mike Muscala, the savior of Sixers basketball. But Chris, there is another guy in town. His name is Charles Bassey. Seabass! Seabass is doing big things. He is a rookie. I think he was the 52nd pick in the draft. He is a monster. He... Plays bigger than what he is. He's six foot nine, but I'm sure his wingspan is just outrageous and plays with an incredible amount of energy, goes up for rebounds, blocks, and really has been holding his own, especially against the reigning MVP in another win that we had two games ago against the Denver Nuggets. Are you uh, are you buying Charles Bassey stock right now, Chris? I guess. Um, oh, you guess. He's oh, not man. he's not that big. He's, he's not that big. No, but he raw. plays big. He plays this big. This is a sample size of <laughs> Yeah, that's true. <laughs> like three games. Is it has he played thirty minutes of NBA basketball? Um definitely, maybe. Look, it's time to buy. It's time to buy yeah, you gotta buy low. stock. <laughs> Just like I bought in on Jonah Bolden stock. Ooh, no. Just like I bought it on Jonah um. <laughs> 
I mean, I don't know. He's like, if he's playing minutes, this is not. Did you not see him like take it to Djokovic or no? What's his name? Jokic. Uh, He he actually was playing with him, blocked his ass, looked pretty frisky. I'm buying the stock. I think he's going to be good. I think he has really good natural instincts. I think he's a really intelligent player. And even Doc is saying like, yeah, this guy's a rookie, but calling out coverages and stuff like that. I really like what we see. Uh, Chris, we just played the Kings. We embarrassed them because they had their full squad. We had our like backup backups. I think there is a trade to be had with the Kings that are clearly in some kind of, maybe not exactly a rebuild mode, but some kind of new thing. What do you think, Chris? Hold on. First of all, this is earth shattering news. If you think there's a trade to be had, you, your stance is clear you wouldn't want to hold on to Ben for at least four more years before we make a trade. <laughs> no, I think we should make a trade if the pieces make sense. Chris, we are at the Shake Milton Minute. Shake, shake, shake. So you're the you're the guy who's anti-trade. So let me ask you: If the Kings decided that it was time to blow something up, mm-hmm. what is what is the trade offer you would accept from the Sacramento Kings? I mean, it's, it's got to be it's got to include De'Aaron Fox, right? I mean that's the trade. I don't want Buddy Hill. So you would you would like De'Aaron Fox? I think that he would be a player that can move the needle. Yes. But what's interesting is like I don't necessarily know that he and Maxi can share the floor together. I know. That's I don't the other necessarily thing too. know that he. I don't know that he's better than Tyrese Maxi. Like the Maxi thing is interesting because it now moves us potentially away from this idea that we desperately needed a point guard. I'm not so sure that we do. So are we settling for Fox in a role that might be filled? Chris, I want to do a little quick thought experiment. Uh, yeah. Let's pretend Ben Simmons suits up tomorrow. What? Yes. What, yes. What would our What would our starting five be? And what would Tyrese Maxey's role be in that? Like Seth gets the boot, I guess. Or is it Danny? It's gotta. It's gotta be. Danny gets the the short straw. Mm-hmm. I would imagine it's some version of the Brett Brown dream of Ben being the four and Toby being the three. So Maxi, Curry, Toby, Ben, Joel. That's the team. I mean, that's the most talented lineup. And and so and so that makes me feel like maybe a Kang's trade is not really what we should do. And that De'Aaron Fox, though he's good, it's not the right fit. 